0: Hello. Ooh, hey, what's up, Brons? Mm, nothing much. Um, nice. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, uh, dude, I am so sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I feel so terrible, though, because I'm usually on top of it. But I uh, appreciate you coming by, man.
1: Yeah, I've been looking forward to this
0: for um since you uh, messaged me about it. So Oh, oh man, I'm really excited. That's why I feel kind of bad, because, like, you know, I was excited to invite you and everything. Well, hold on. What's up everybody? Welcome to Last Hope Radio. Uh it's just gonna be me today. I do have a special guest. Um, it's my boy, uh, Bronze, Hawk, aka Noah. Uh, I forgot I invite him on the show. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to have you here, man. Like I said, yeah. I do I do apologize <laughs> for like the mishaps. These naps are killers. <laughs> I felt really terrible because I was up and everything. Well, for number one, I didn't sleep at all. Like I just no. didn't. Because yeah. my um my sleep schedule was completely backwards, so I said, "You know what? I'm gonna stay up." And I was good, and I was doing things, and it was like two fifteen. I was like, "All right, cool." Thought i watch some YouTube, and bam, you know what I yeah. mean. But uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show, man. How you doing today? How you doing this week?
1: Um, uh, I'm doing fine. Um, as of late, uh, I've been going to bed at like four, but uh, you know, I'm still like trying to keep on top of it. Um, last night. Um, me and a group of friends, uh, so I, uh, have these, uh, friends who got into the game after Beyond Light launched, okay. um, and we've been, like, recruiting people to a clan and stuff, and we, we had, like, 20 members, because we just spam-invite everybody in our games. <laughs> um, so we <laughs> did, um, Deep Stone Crypt last night, and that was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, and then we did Garden, which... Yeah. That that raid is not fun. Um
0: <laughs> quick question. Hold on. Wait. Why do you hate Garden so much?
1: Garden yeah. just mechanic like mechanically is obnoxious. Like it's it's gorgeous. The raid has it's a pretty raid. It's you know, it's just if one person messes up, everyone else suffers the consequences.
0: Mm, interesting. Okay, and uh, I'm assuming you you really like um, the new raid. Yeah. Uh, how how, how, how well, I'm, I'm assuming in comparison it's better, but overall, do you feel that it's just a good raid? I feel like
1: it's prioritizing the right things. I feel like mm. it's prioritizing having good team coordination, whereas Garden is doing it, doing that exact thing in a. Different
0: direction, yeah. You know, my uh, man, bronze spitting fats. Oh my gosh, go ahead. My thought was a good word choice. Go ahead, um,
1: so like, and then we are also getting divinity done. Um, which those puzzles, like it took us four and a half hours to complete the raid. We started at like eight o'clock, um, and didn't get done till one. Um. But we would have gotten under two hours if we weren't doing divinity puzzles. Oh, watch! Wow. Hey, I mean, at least I can say I have divinity now, right? Like hey, come on! Now.
0: I mean, hey, look, you're you're a braver and more patient man than me because uh, I'm just gonna wait till I can buy it, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. I mean, actually, I think you can buy it now. I just need the raid currency or whatever. No, I stuff. don't.
1: You can't buy divinity yet. It's you can't still, buy it. Like, It's still a quest line.
0: Okay, well, hey, it's only a matter of time. Give it a season or two. It'll be there in that box. Man, that's crazy, though. No, uh, I I agree with you, man, 100%. Like, you're starting off, like, uh, off the bat. You know, I I love what you said. You know, like, uh, the the Bungie wasn't prioritizing the right thing uh, in terms of, like, how it's challenging the player. And I've been talking about this for a while, man, and I think you hit it right on the nose. Like, uh, what do you think that should prioritize, or what do you think they're doing right
1: in I, th- this new raid. I think that they're doing boss fights the way they should be structured and just mechanically like okay. Um The first encounter alone is a lot of fun because like like disabling the crypt AI is a lot of fun. Um it it's like challenging, but like you wanna like get it done. You have to juggle um the operators, that's another thing. Is that the buffs throughout the raid are are just amazingly designed? Um, my favorite um, encounter of every one of them is um, the suppressor fight. Like um, when we're first introduced as a suppressor mechanic. Okay. When when we're um, having to dunk the cores in the um, like uh, futuristic trash bins. Um, because that fight um, is tense enough, but it's like not like you want to strangle everyone in your fire team tense. It's like <laughs> okay, we should do this this way, or you know, we fail.
0: So wait, quick question: is this the is this the encounter where you actually fight Praxis? Uh, or I'm sorry, yes. A-trax. Excuse me, It It is after Hax. Okay. Okay
1: it's um after the um jumping puzzle which and that's another thing I loved about the raid is that the jumping puzzle was fantastic really oh. um uh me and my me and the group of people there was this uh, skiff that would come in and we'd all jump on it and yell about the magic school bus
0: <laughs> oh man honestly so only i didn't even really that's funny. I was going to say, I didn't really make it that far, which is funny because I ended up getting invited to the end of the raid, which, you, you know, you ah. fight spoiler yeah. alert, Tanics, right. Yeah. And, um, I had a good time either way. And like, let me explain what I mean. I'm, you probably heard me say this before, but like when it comes to destiny one raids, I always use, um, Oryx the taking King as a great example or a good, um, uh, exa- yeah, a good example or placeholder of how it should be. Or even, uh, um what's the word um wrath of a machine okay yeah. like, or the uh, the final encounter of wrath of the machine the final boss right
1: yeah axis
0: axis thank you so i guess my whole point is i i love the fact that um that that like during this entire well during this encounter alone that i've had uh what is this last raid called again i keep forgetting uh deep stone crypt thank you deep stone crypt thanks jeez i don't play this game enough all right <laughs> but i i i feel like during this last encounter Bungie really prioritized making this encounter mechanic heavy enough, but not penalizing to where
1: exactly you, you
0: can't like uh pick up uh pick up off of someone's mistakes and keep going. And I think yeah. that's when you know things can get really exciting and juicy. So like everyone can learn the mechanics, it's very flexible. Then, you know, if someone messes up, like I said, you can still pick up and you um, can still adjust.
1: Yeah. I feel like last wish, especially needed to learn from that mistake oh i think the, i hate that rate. The la- that la i um I have like twenty six completions of last wish, and i i I've only done the full thing twice every other time we use the wish to teleport to Riven and then cheese him yeah we we grab our swords, we slap his kneecaps, and you know he's dead, and then we do cleans lock um I think that I, I totally agree with you on the um mechanics that don't penalize penalize you for making mistakes right. I think that they should bring back and I, and I, I seem to remember you talking about this before um bring back the hero moments in raids yeah like um uh in other raids, you know I think they should totally ditch the um raid token system
0: oh my gosh dude yeah because like you're already forcing us like i said the doing the raid for the first time alone is already already going to be hard because you're learning it yeah right so like and
1: if someone dies exactly you're on a timer
0: exactly and then the crazy part is too like you know people are already dying but like what if someone is trying to learn them so it's just like now you're forcing us to you, into
1: a corner yeah
0: like I, I hate this and i hate you
1: <laughs> yeah um I think that the raid teams especially need to be on the same page with us. And I think Bungie as a whole right now, um, with the level of communication we're getting from them should be the golden standard going forward. Yeah,
0: I agree. Like,
1: um, You heard about um, that uh, Bungie article outlining like transmog and vault of glass coming this year and Crossplay. Yes, I think that that level of communication should be just upheld and should be the golden standard for all of um, the gaming community as a whole.
0: I agree. Yeah, because I mean, I a hundred percent agree because, sorry, excuse me. I said this so many times. But like, you know, Bungie saying they're listening, they're listening, not even saying they're not necessarily listening. But I feel like, you know, their priorities aren't necessarily on, we're not on the same page. And I and yeah. I feel like we're just being neglected or people would feel that like they're being neglected because their their needs are not being addressed quick enough. Or if they are addressing something that we've discussed, it's like not on it's not on top of the priority list. Like, OK, well, thanks for this. But it's hard to it's hard for us as a community to appreciate the little things that they do if they're mm-hmm. like neglecting the big things that make a huge impact down the road.
1: Yeah. I I totally agree with that. Um I think that the one thing I have yet to really the community as a whole has yet to receive an answer on is my least favorite thing with Beyond Light is sunsetting. Uh-huh. I think that in theory it's a good idea, just poorly executed you want to explain um so i think and i know this for a fact sunsetting is a growing pain of the pinnacle weapon system mm. like recluse mountaintop um uh luna's howl not forgotten you know like those were the cream of the crop for what two years yeah and like they were the golden standard of people's um weapon loadouts like you couldn't do like pit of heresy solo flawless without like having mountaintop and recluse and all that right um i think that the as much as i like to talk crap about sunsetting i think that the weapon loadouts that everyone has is perfect i think the new weapons that they're introducing um i'm a big fan of xenoclast it's a lot of fun for me um, but I also like, like, um, I have this god roll first and last out, which, which is a slug. Um, and then I got a, like, scout rifle from Last Wish. I like that they're removing the cream of the crop to make way for other weapons, which is the whole point of Sunsetting. It's just, I wish it was, I wish it was more of a slow burn instead of, like, a rip it off quick band-aid. mm that that's like my main gripe is that it happened all at once, not in like one um one like timeline. Like if they were to say here in Beyond Light, we're gonna sunset everything from season one through three of the game or season one of the game. So like vanilla D two. And then next season we're gonna start sunsetting Curse of Osiris items and then Warmind and then Right. You'd rather
0: be gradual than you know make, make, all making once. everything kind of useless off the bat yeah and honestly look i mean i i think i've said this before i um i think it's kind of counterintuitive to make something like the best thing and then nerf Man. it just because you wanted us to use it so bad yeah and i'm i also yeah. think no good no no no, no, no go ahead bro
1: um i think the armor setting needs to be just repealed entirely i think that f- um, for the people who have spent two years or or a year or more building these armor sets and building these weapon mods, like systems or not weapon mod, armor mod systems, for their armor mods to just be or their armor to entirely be deprecated, like I feel bad yeah. for people who like um played their little hearts out at the beginning of year three and they'll just kind of quit, and then to come back with Beyond Light and find their armor just completely useless. Yeah,
0: I agree. Seriously. I I, I never really think about it like that anymore because I'm just like, whatever, and I'm just like playing the game, and I'm like, well, okay, here we go, another season, so what's useless now? But um, I guess the one thing I can appreciate is, like, the ornament system. Now, this is me personally. like like, Yeah. Yeah, because I look like, you know, a sponsor for McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> I, I like the ornaments from uh, what is that um free event called? Guardian, Guardian Games. Games. I just like how my Titan looks. I like, and then I add like a darker shader, so it's like you know, mm-hmm. I think I look pretty nice and coordinated. I think I look pretty awesome. Um, but I agree, you know, regardless of that, because I, I guess you can say that's my personal lifesaver because I'm really in it for the looks, um, yeah. not so much the stats, as silly as that sounds, but because you know, but um. Yeah, and I, I agree yeah. with you 100%. Like the, the, uh, yeah, the, the arm, um, sunsetting uh, armor doesn't really make a lot of sense. I figure if you're just adding a bunch of mods anyway and it's really about the mods, you know what I mean? Like the, the armor that we yeah. work so hard to sunset and then, you know, do what you will with the weapons. And like you said, make a, make it a progressive, uh, progressive burn or burn out to get something else. You know what I mean? Okay.
1: Yeah or
0: better yet if they were going
1: to sunset armor introduce transmog when you sunset armor mm-hmm. so that you're taking something away but like hey you know you you can spend you know 500 bright dust or 100 silver on this to make your armor look like that again.
0: Mm. Mm, that would be nice.
1: Okay. Because I'm eyeing like a couple sets that I know for a fact when Transmog comes out will be turned into like Transmog. I was gonna, I was um, gonna
0: say I'd rather it be just um, bright dust than actual silver. I think people would be more upset yeah. with that. Um, and
1: I think the game as a whole is in a much better place than what it was at launch. For oh yeah. I think that. I think that they, especially in the terms of, like, patching things, are, like, on it. Um, And I'm really, really um, excited about the future of the game. Like, um, the one thing I do wish they'd take another look at is the seasonal system. Okay. I think that Season of the Hunt, the only reason I enjoy Season of the Hunt right now is because of... Um. Uh, Crow. Hmm. Dude, go explain. Well, go ahead. Like the Crow story, like story wise, that sh- that's just perfect. It's someone we are to Crow what Cade was to us, and that's incredibly just, mm. just amazing mm. to me. Um, because. You have Crow, who two years like we popped Crow in the head. Like there's no question about it. It was the Ace of Spades that fired. We killed, Crow. we killed Aldrin. But the Aldrin that's kicking around now is Crow, and I really, really, really want to see what they are going to do with them for the rest of the season. Um, I hope. And just this, not this is just my personal opinion that we either see Crow kill or Crow kill the spider because there's no doubt in my mind that the spider's gonna get popped one way or another, either by us or by him. Mm. Um, I think it'd be really interesting if, um, the Crow gets uh, like at the end of the season, we give Crow an ace of spades and it kind of like, um, Pops a uh, spider, kind of like how he popped Kate, I think that would uh, you think you, I was gonna say you really
0: think it'll take that duck of a tire or not interesting
1: I think that I think that Bungie is ballsy enough to do that because. I also think that Aramis is going to get unfrozen, which is just a reality at this point. I think point. that's what,
0: you know, good, good, uh, good thing you brought that up, because I think that's pretty stupid that we didn't shatter her like anyone else that we freeze.
1: But the thing about it is that we didn't freeze her. It was her own technology backfiring. Okay. Um, Aramis, um, so at the end of the campaign, if you notice, she had like the orange lightning around her hand. Mm-hmm. Like, around her yeah. claw. So, she was never chosen by the darkness. She she was never, like, picked by the darkness to say, hey, you get stasis and you're going to like it. No. Um, and this was even brought up in the campaign, but no one, like, it wasn't really explained well, in my opinion. Um, so, the way that the House Salvation, which is Aramis's house, um, uses stasis is that they um use something called splinters of darkness and her splinter after we kill one of the campaign bosses i think it's the second one we kill the Mm technical um he's the guy who developed that technology and is like and head of it so when we kill him when we like go and say hey And we, like, go flex to Aramis, like, hey, we just killed two of you guys. What are you going to do about it? Um, That's when she, like, starts freaking out. And that's when she orders Atrax-1, who isn't a Fallen or an Exo yet, to go to the Crypt and prepare the body of Mm -hmm. Tanix. Um, Is she starts losing control of her powers. So she tries to kill us but her own stasis backfires on her. Um, there was this Edge magazine. There, there's, like, it's been floating around the internet for a minute now, and, like, all the big YouTube channels are covering it, but there's this photo of Aramis in this white um, suit. Like, um, like, she is, like, it's her armor, but it's white. So I almost wonder... If at one point she's going to get unfrozen and return to the Deepstone Crypt and augment herself with exo technology, okay. I
0: mean, and as cool as that is, I think that'd be really nice, actually. Um, I didn't even know that, like, regarding the campaign. I, had, I honestly had no idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, regardless of the case, regardless if it was us or herself that caused her to freeze like that, we could still push her over. Yeah, <laughs> she's it's literally cool. on the edge. I'm like, well. <laughs> I mean, so what?
1: I don't think Variks would uh, mind. Right.
0: I'm tired of him clicking, by the way. That's annoying as heck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, what, was, uh, oh, I think it's like a meme at this point, but I'm like, man, I actually got so yeah. annoyed. I was so irritated. I I cut my game off because I was next to him, and he kept clicking. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Can you stop? Jeez. He, I mean, like, he didn't even do this in the first game. Like, now he's doing it because he's cold. I feel like he got a cold or something, and now he's just clicking. <laughs> Please you know what I like, though, honestly. So, like, uh, I th- I'm assuming you paid attention to this before. Probably, you probably caught this before I did. But regarding Tanix being part of the raid or being reintroduced later as a threat, I thought, um, like, I, I saw like little hints, and, clues, and I think the only hint I got or little clue I got, I think, I think I just saw him like in a cutscene. Not, 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 not cutscene yeah. per se. But it was more like a, a a narration image kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And, it was um after the glass way.
0: Right? It was very talking. About yeah, and I was like, what the? I just happened to see it like a familiar face, but I'm like, oh, maybe they're just doing it for appearances. You know what I mean? Like, you know, f- to fill the space. Mm-hmm. But I ended up watching a, a YouTube video, and he actually was explaining a little bit of everything about the the Deep Stone Crypt raid. And when he got to Tanix, because he was actually very excited that he saw a familiar face. Um, initially, I was like, when I heard about him, like, Tanix? Like, Really? I'm like, I wasn't mad at it, but I'm like, okay, I'm not – I don't really care. But um, how he explained it and, you know, how there's, like, little Easter eggs to, like, kind of let you know Tanix was coming or becoming – like or going to be a threat, it got me excited because, like, number one, you know, Tanix is a pretty awesome strike boss from Destiny 1, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how we take yeah. him down. I like, you know, just the how the whole fight goes because we fight him – a lot, we fight him and, or chase him all the way to the end. And I think that's really cool. Um, and then also the soundtrack. Oh, my gosh. His his soundtrack oh, is so yeah. amazing. T- some people don't notice, but it's actually in the very beginning. The very beginning. It's like subtle. It's like more of a um an undertone. But you hear, you hear his. Uh-huh. If you go back in it, you'll hear it. It's not as loud, but you'll definitely hear his theme in huh. the beginning of the raid. And you're like. Oh, okay. This is the, his, his soundtrack. I'm telling you, people that are listening, if you never heard Tanix's theme, uh, theme song or track, just type in Destiny 1, Tanix theme song. It is so epic. Oh. Seriously. I think he, he's like one of the best strike bosses and has one of the best theme songs in, Dest- in the Destiny universe, besides Oryx. Oryx, I think, is still number one. And oh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll say maybe Axis. Mm. Maybe it takes third place, maybe, uh, if my memory says me correct, because uh, if you remember, like, uh, it was just good, man. Um, yeah. So, like, overall, I mean, like, how would you rate? You know, this. Uh, you said, like, how, overall, how would you rate this season, like, so far? Like, B- Beyond, Beyond Light. Beyond, sorry, Light, Beyond or... Light, and you can even okay. include the season of the Hunt too. But how, how would you rate it?
1: I think I think that Beyond Light. Um, I'll I'll separate them. Um, so Beyond Light is an like nine point two out of ten for me. It is way more enjoyable than Shadow Keep. And ev- like I played Shadow Keep for like a week, and I'm like, okay, I I need to wow. Play something else. Like this isn't cut. This isn't cutting it for me. I really like okay. Going going back and replaying Shadow Keep, I'm like, okay, did I just like not what didn't cut it for me? and i and i still don't quite understand what it was i think i think i was disappointed with the story mainly um but with beyond light i just wish we had a little bit more of a grudge against aramis like if aramis pops like if now this would be cool if like aramis had like attacked the city or something and like killed i don't know like someone important like maybe attacked drifter or someone else that way we weren't like just going to europa for no reason to like and oh where miss is here like <laughs> i think that um she should have had a little more of an like a inciting moment for us wanting mm. to pop her. it's interesting you say that
0: but I, i'll i'll add to something later and i would love to explain to you like an idea about Zivu or okay. Wrath or something like that, but you you made me think about Ooh. like you saying that made me think about what I said a couple of weeks ago regarding how we supposed to approach her. But go ahead, keep going.
1: Um, and then for season of the Hunt, I'll give it an eight out of eight point five out of ten. I just wish the Wrathborn hunts had a little bit more flavor to them. I know that we're getting tier three Wrathborn hunts pretty soon, and you know. That I've heard a rumor that they'll be on the moon because there's cryptoliths on the moon, but that could just be from the first mission where we have to like go right. save Osiris. Um, but minus the Wrathborn hunts, like it's a really good point for storytelling. It's
0: yeah, uh, you know, I've, I've noticed that. Uh, I actually I tend to really enjoy the dialogue, uh, when I, when I, when I yeah. have to complete these little uh Wrathborn little hunts. And uh, I, I mean, I'll yeah. say honestly. So I'm, I'm gonna come up with a video pretty soon. Like uh, I already did my first impressions video, yeah. but I'm really gonna come up with a review uh, of you know what I feel this game. is. And honestly, I mean, mine's is different than yours, uh, bronze. You know, it's hundred percent. So like, you gave it like a nine point two out of ten. Very specific, by the way. Um, I honestly would get it. I mean, oh, so overall, like maybe seven point five or eight out of ten. Uh, uh overall, mm-hmm. after like playing it a lot more and you know giving it more of an in-depth review um personally i um the PV, it's it's the pve that that that's lacking for me um just the excitement about pve and i feel like i know i never i know i'm kind of comparing apples with oranges and i've never even played this orange before referring to borderlands i i hear some of the good things about it like for example borderlands 2 was like insane and i know like the just the PvE aspect, not only with, with, when it comes to the loot drops, when it comes to the mechanics, when it comes to the the the, the 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 kind of loot that drops, not only the amount, but the kind of loot that drops. I even heard that there was a shotgun that shoots shotguns. I'm like, that's that's ridiculous, <laughs> but that sounds awesome, even though it's ridiculous. And in my opinion, I feel like Bungie should, you know, uh you know. uh, Release the pressure from the reins a little bit when it comes to PVE. Unless it completely breaks the game, I don't really believe in nerfing anything. At least when it comes to a game like this, in my opinion, because uh, when it comes to the PvP and PVE, I and mean, when it comes to the PvP side, it's kind of hard. I'm not saying balance isn't necessarily a thing, but there's no such thing as like a competitive game in Destiny because there's there's so many yeah uh, variables that that just make this game quote unquote uh not truly balanced you know what i'm saying because if it was meaning it, it's not a true level it's not a true level playing field it's impossible in this game now granted you know when it comes to stasis and everything i enjoy stasis um if if i'm oh, going right to rate for example uh i forgot to even bring this up but i guess if if i'm going to rate the uh this the season of the hunt you know separately just by itself i mean i think it's kind of boring in my opinion but i do enjoy the story aspect it's short sweet to the point but I kind of wish there was a little bit more quest lines and i guess story uh, or missions for I'm not saying that, granted I'm not saying there isn't yet because the season's not over but I uh-huh. I'm like well this is it okay wow great um this is someone that you know that 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 uh, that caused a huge that basically this character alone is the reason why Shadowkeep exists you know what I mean? The, the crow, which is Aldrin. The Aldrin, for people that don't know, I mean, I like guess spoiler alert: Aldrin and the crow are the same person. Aldrin, this Aldrin was was a was a, was, a, was an awoken prince, and this is before he was a guardian. He actually, you know, killed Cade uh, to find his sister, and he was communing with the darkness, and he also used the light as well to try to get his sister back. Which turns out to turns out that he was really being uh what's the word? Um uh coerced by the darkest, specifically what's her name? Riven. Which
1: it Seventh, was right. Well, Savithoon
0: <laughs> was cor- was was corrupting Riven, which was corrupting right. So I guess you yeah. could say Sabathoon. Um and I I guess that's like my whole point, like when it comes that's why I think P V E is lacking. So hear me out. All right, so Regarding how we're supposed to pursue Zivu Arath, which is Oryx's sister, mm-hmm. right? And I always said this: Oryx is mm-hmm. the is the golden standard of how uh, of how we should introduce huge NPCs. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, hu- huge adversaries. Excuse me. And yeah, um, like if you think about it, Oryx, uh, what was what Oryx was like a whisper, you know, something that was being mentioned or something that we happen to. No, we knew orcs existed, but we didn't know really of him in Destiny One before the taking mm-hmm. King DLC came out. And we would see, like you know, there, there was like a swarms, or I guess you could say factions of orcs, like factions of high, like high factions that were more aligned with orcs, or I guess d- direct servants of oryx And we're like, just just like you know, once for crota oryx whatever. We're like, who, who are like who's orcs? You know, and we.
1: Yeah, there was a side the- of, yep, of Oryx. That was like the big
0: deal right there. And you know, we knew that the Hav were commuting with someone named Oryx, right? And then there was this giant knight guarding the temple. It's a huge knight. Like, we're like, okay, so who is this Oryx person? You know, it turns out, you know, overall, it's uh after we kill Crota, we turn it turns out that that's Oryx's son. We're like, oh snap, we killed his son? Oh, dang, he's mad and upset. You know, we hit like And he he was so hyped up, but he lived up to the hype. You know what I'm saying? And like we we Mm -hmm. fought him in the campaign. Not only we fought him in the campaign, but we fought his echo. I mean, and then like we 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 fought him in the rate. It's just like the buildup was so nice. Personally, on as a side note, Mm -hmm. I don't really believe in time gating things. I feel that I feel like that's just an excuse just to buy you time because you don't have any more ideas or something. Um, But I mean, it was still good. You know what I mean. Regardless, when it comes to Ziva Wrath, I made this suggestion. Uh, I'll just say I'll keep it real quick. Like, like I said, I don't want this is not like a time get it thing. Basically, I want us to kind of engage Ziva Wrath this season. If if we if we happen to fight Ziva Wrath this season, if, if, mo- not probably not. But if we did, right? Even if we fought, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be upset because my original thought was uh, if we fought her in a strike. As a strike boss, I'll be mad. That was my original thought. Because you remember Z- yeah. uh, Zol, the worm god. Remember him? Her? Uh, right. His, it's, oh, his title yeah. has god in it. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just like a giant. Just call him the big worm. Call him Mr. Tremor. Um, yeah, he was kind of trash. Um,
1: Yeah. Zol was
0: just mess. That was a gross It, mis- it was terrible. He, he was character. one of the reasons why the Hyde became who they are today. Now, okay, so here's here's yeah. my here's my thing. So, if zebra Wrath, here's my point. If zebra Wrath was a strike boss, you could still pull it off, and, and if you do it right, it would still be fine, and let me explain. Okay? Basically, it's okay. not time-gated. We have, let's say, three missions where we Pick up or we, we track her scent or whatever, and we figure out, you know that Ziva Wrath is somewhere. And we have three stories basically chasing her down, kind of like kind of like the, like the Tanix mechanic uh, in, in Destiny One, where we're chasing her down and damaging her, right? And we're actually doing okay. damage to her. Now, when we get to the end, you know, we think we're about to kill her, but she introduces a mechanic that, that kind of exploits her weakness, right? And then we find her in that story she's one HP as we're about to kill her. She just disappears. We're like, what, what is go? What you thought you did something wrong or you just don't know. Like there's no way. Maybe you thought you killed her, but it just didn't make any sense. But you know, you didn't really kill her because she just kind of faded away. Like you ran out of time or something. You're like, huh? So we, we, there's like, there's uh, another quest that picks up and it's not some bull crap quest, but it's like a quest where it's kind of interesting where, We pick up a sin again, and we find her again in another story, new dialogue, and everything. We do the same thing where we track her down and we fight her uh, as we're going through the story. But this time, it's a new mechanic that's a new mechanic that exploits a weakness, a brand new one. We do this one more time. She she disappears a one HP. You're like, what is? You're already invested emotionally and invested with your time, and you're like, dude, something is going on here. Like, I'm gonna beat this this person, okay? We do it. We do it one more time. Okay. Mm-hmm. This time, for sure, and 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 uh, but a new mechanic gets involved for the third time. A new new exploit. Now we 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 fight her in a strike, and this time it's a little bit different because mm-hmm. not only we're chasing her down. Actually, no, we're not even chasing her down. She's 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 there in the background, like shooting us, but we can't hurt her. But she sends her lieutenants, you know, throughout the strike. Right. And these lieutenants have to be uh-huh. killed with with one mechanic that we learn from the previous stories. Fighting her, okay. And when we get to the end, not only we have to not only we have to use these mechanics to exploit a weakness, but there's another mechanic, like a brand new mechanic gets introduced. But this time, it's not mandatory. It's more of like, you know, if you if you happen to exploit this weakness, we happen to get our supers like. In five seconds, and we' able to do some damage to her, and then we keep going, so it's not like a mechanic okay. where she's just immune for no reason, and we just kill enemies that's some b s that's Ooh. like you're just buying time no, no no she it's it's a mechanic that we don't necessarily have to do, but there's an incentive to actually doing it now when we kill her okay we have we we can pick the monster hunter route or the remnant from the ashes if you've played that game, basically use her armor we can we can get pieces of her armor. And and it's actually specific for each class. It look different for each for each uh, for each class. But you can get armor from this from her, and it'll have specific perks that you can use uh, fighting the hive or like something you know I, mean? or, I don't know it'll have like a, a benefit to using it. So it'll be like it'll be like her and I don't know we'll be able to like have some of her powers, and, and we'll be able to use uh we'll, we'll have like a passive perk where we can actually you know uh, uh hurt hive you know like more significantly or something special or get a specific weapon uh-huh. drop from her. That's exclusive to her. That looks like hop related weapon that she would use or something. You know what I mean? So now if, if we fight her in a strike bot and as a, as a strike boss, it, it's actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be personally mad because we've invested all this time. We're learning all this, mechan- right. We're yeah, learning all these things. Not- we get a loot drop, We got a good carrot and it's a long lasting reward. You know what I mean? It's not just something pretty. It's Absolutely. not only something pretty, but it's something that we can actually use. That's what I'm saying. What kind of do you control. think about that?
1: I don't yeah. think that's an awful idea. Like, I think that if that was done correctly, that would be
0: actually and then, pretty and then, fucking cool. If um, we could kill her in this realm and she could have the same I'm sorry I cut you off, Noah. I apologize. But like if we killed her, yeah, uh, you know, like on Earth or in Europa, I don't care wherever, but if we killed her in this realm, in this form, having her final form. I know that sounds silly like Dragon Ball Z, but it's like Oryx when we get yeah. to the throne world, right? When we take that's she has a throne world too, and that's her true form where she's most vulnerable, but also where she's most powerful. You're like, man. Oh, and then we could get like a new exotic. Touch him Alice, hello. Okay, I'm getting excited. No, you can't tell, huh? But I mean, man, just imagine. And I feel like, why can't we? I feel like if we do something like that, we're like Zavathoon has to be this baddie, you know what I mean? Because she's like pulling all these strings behind the lines, mm-hmm. and there's like whispers, and she's affecting everything from behind the scenes. It's like she's affecting everything indirectly. Or, oh, that's interesting. But yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead.
1: I think I think it'd be cool to have like a um hive encrusted yeah. like a uh, sword as a drop for um that that like um does extra damage to just like all hive like he said i would rock like um if they took like the um mm-hmm. quick thing model from year 1 and just like mm-hmm. put a bunch of hive bones on it sell me it. <laughs> like
0: i'll do I- it honestly i i feel like like I was gonna say, even if they just have that perk alone, where you do more damage to hive, make it significant. Because if it's negligible, mm-hmm. then I'm not gonna care how good it looks. Because we already have that in D de- two. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the Skyburner's Oath Scout Rifle. It does. I don't mm-hmm. really care because I don't really it feel it. All. You know what I mean? I don't even. I, I don't even if even uh-huh. if even if I don't know. Make it a, like, make it an explosion. Like I don't. Bro, I don't know. Like, get more creative than that, because honestly, even even though your perk says I do more damage, I don't really, I don't even feel it. or I don't even know as much of a difference. And number two, it's it's underwhelming. But I, I need like a visual representation that this weapon is awesome. I would love that.
1: Yeah, like um, maybe when the perk is active, like the sword glow. Yeah, bro, like
0: it can glow, or you hear like a like a sound. You see the insignia grow on the gun. And then it fires like right. It fires oh, like be six times as fast when cabal and when you're surrounded by cabal. And anytime you kill a cabal with it, it, it creates a chain explosion. You know what I mean? S- something, bro. Just bro, give dude, us something. Dude. And I know, like I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not saying that's like really a lot to ask for. I'm, I'm, I feel like, like I, I feel like, yeah. I really believe that Bungie feels that they're inadequate to challenge the community. I really feel that way. I really feel that way. And I, and I'm saying that Mm. because when it, when it comes to these mechanics or, or, you know, when it comes to these mechanics was when you're challenging the player, I'm not saying they're not getting better at it. Um, because the raid, for example, even only, even though I played the last piece or the last encounter of the Deepstone crypt raid, I had a good time. It was a good challenge. And, it challenged us, but it wasn't overbearing to the point where if something did go wrong, you could pick it back up and we could be, we could afford to be flexible without affording wiping. You know yes, what I mean? I, so I, I'm not saying yeah. they're, they're completely like they're not listening at all, but I feel like they, they need to keep going and they, I think they should continue to challenge us. I'm not saying make it impossible, keep that model, but don't, I say get rid of the time gating, but don't force mechanics on us. That don't really make sense. Like make make. I'm not saying get rid of mechanics, but don't force it. Like put a, put a mechanic in place as like a feature, something yeah. that we should apply ourselves and then m- m- give us an added benefit to using that. Like make make it make sense, right? Like extra damage, right? Like come on, like or... we want. We should get excited. Like dude, uh, this should be. I don't know. Like okay, if there's a penalty for, or if if, if there's a penalty for applying this. This mod, you know, during this encounter or something. Okay, well, how about we we're able if we do this correctly, we can get our supers asap. You know what I mean? Like we have like a, 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 a yeah a, a, a time time spot or time zone or whatever a t- you know slot where we can get our supers back quick after we use them. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? You remember um, uh, Vault of Glass, uh Atheon fight, right? When we come out and, you know, destroy those oracles, there's a time frame where everyone gets their super back quickly, even after you use it. Like, the super recharge rate is ridiculous. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't think... So that's what it is. So when it comes to Vault of Glass, when you fight Atheon, I'm surprised by that, by the way. Um, yeah, so at the end, when we destroy the oracles and we come back from, you know, the portal or whatever, and we all, when it's time to do damage to Atheon, um there's mm-hmm. a, there's, a, there's like a time window where everyone can use their supers and the 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 the, the um the, uh, the the time the time that you get your super the the, the time that you could get your super back is reduced greatly mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you can get it back
1: okay i'm glad you brought up vault of class because i was going to be my next question how do you feel about um, I, vault I think of class coming
0: back that's fine i don't really, like at this point now uh, before i was like before, I would have been like, come on. Like, seriously. We want we want new things. But I'm fine <laughs> with it. I think it's great. Um, I feel that they obviously should maybe tweak some things or maybe add something different for sure. You don't have to change everything about the raid. But I figure maybe this is a good opportunity to analyze what was so awesome about the raid and what was not so awesome. Because the reason why mm-hmm. I believe that raid gets a lot of grace is because it's the first raid. And I... I personally think it's the raid's not all that great. I think it's overly hyped. I like uh, you know, uh the King's, you know, right, Kingsfall Raid. King's Fall. A lot of other Destiny One raids, um, I think take the cake over that one anyway, but it's still a good raid nevertheless. I'm I'm fine with it. What about you?
1: Um, I'm interested to see what they can do to make it
0: unique well, hold on. from its so, D1. Uh, I want to talk about this a little bit further, but we're gonna hear a word from our sponsor, and uh we'll be right back, okay? All right, All right bronze, welcome back. What? All right, yeah. So you were talking about, you know, bolt of glass and you know what they can implement to make this uh make this rate better once they bring it back. Yeah.
1: So um, I I know Luke Smith has already joked about, um, like, uh, champion Praetorians, um, but, you know, that's kind of here nor there. Um, like, adding new types of enemies, you know, it's bound to happen, like, I fully expect to see, like, Wyverns there, like, that's totally something I expect. Um, what I want to see them do is I want to see how mechanically over the years of just improvements that have been happening to the game, how they can change, how the Aegis works, how they can change, how the Gorgons work, especially with next gen, um, capabilities, which that word's a little overused in my opinion. Hmm. Um, but i think that like gorgons like i've never experienced them but all i've heard from them is that that encounter was a lot of fun um i another thing is i wonder if they're going to bring back vex mythoclast
0: um, Vex, Vex Mythoclasm. What is that? Oh, yeah. The
1: Fusion Rifle. Yeah. Dropped. yeah I are, feel like okay. they won't, but they'll bring back an exotic version of Fatebringer, like from year three.
0: I mean, honestly, I wouldn't even be mad at it, but I would, how about encourage... This is what I was talking about before. There's nothing wrong with catering to the fan, you know, right? The, the fan service. I, I think that's awesome. Hopefully... They can add something new, like completely new. You don't like instead don't do a variant of what, what was what was before. I think uh-huh. that if they decide to bring a new exotic armor or weapon, I think it should be completely new. So there's nothing wrong, even if they clearly you think about it, they already have an exotic uh, fate bringer in Destiny One when they, I don't know, if yeah. they yeah, when they actually re um,
1: age of triumphs
0: so yeah. exactly. So they already have that. So even that concept isn't new. Um, I wouldn't even, like. I wouldn't be mad at it. Now I'm biased here. If they brought back the Touch of Malice, oh my gosh, I would be so excited. I mean, because all I use is that in PvP, and I, I, oh, it's so fun. Like it's not even ideal to use that in PvP, but it's it gives you such a rush because of like it's it's nature, it's design. It's just so fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry, to, I didn't mean to cut you off. But like you said, you you wish they could bring back like you know, or they would bring back exotic Fate bringer and you know. I'd say, like, honestly, does not. I don't. I don't care if they bring back something familiar or old. Just add something to it. Yeah, something new. I don't know. Just get like. Creative.
1: Um, I feel like they should do it this way. Split half of the loot pool from Vault of Glass, and then have okay. Let's say they bring back. Three weapons, or, no, not three. Let's do five from the original Vault of Glass and add five new weapons. Okay. That are totally brand new, new perks. Oh, that's another thing for Deepstone. Um, The weapons and their perks are gross. Like,
0: reconstruction is nasty. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I'm trying to understand you. Like, (laughs) um, like
1: you will cream your pants if you get a roll with construction on literally anything. What is, what is construction? Okay. Reconstruction reloads your weapon over time. Um, like without it, like when it's stowed, it is constantly like reloading. Mm. So it's kind of like auto loading holster, but on steroids.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but like, Another that's another thing that I like about Deepstone Crypt is the loot system in how there is like the armor looks amazing for hunters. Um I like it all. I think they all
0: look good. For real. Yeah. I think it's freaking
1: awesome. Um, and just having something like like you mentioned, a carrot on the stick for people to run the raid over or anything in the game, for players to run over and over and over and over again until they drop. Like I know for a fact I'm going to be grinding Grandmaster Nightfalls till either I die or I just collapse from exhaustion um to get an adept palindrome. Okay. <laughs> because I want it because it's a hand cannon and I like hand cannons. Wasn't the palindrome like a, a Destiny it 1 was, hand cannon? Yep, it was the Vanguard hand cannon that was that's super ridiculous in year three. Yeah, that's well,
0: yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I do remember that name being used a lot in the meta. And it, I was just gonna say, side note, it's ugly looking, but uh, yeah. uh but no, <laughs> no, it was a freaking good hand cannon. Uh, I'm starting to get better with hand cannons now, but yeah, okay. I think they should. Another thing is um
1: weapon models. They shouldn't just get a retouch across the board. They're just
0: too bland, in my opinion. Hmm. Okay. You know what? I, I uh, actually kind of agree with you because uh, I feel like most of the models, you can kind of tell what it is based on the frame, which I guess there's mm. nothing really wrong with that per se, but it's nice to mix it up a little bit. I'm trying to think right now if there's any weapons that kind of stick out that are super weird, but you know what I would say? In Destiny mm-hmm. One, I off the off rip, they did that in the Kingsfall, Kingsfall Weapons.
1: Yeah. They but then they had like Weapons Day or um Weapons Day, which was Wednesday.
0: Wait, they had what now?
1: Um there was there was like the reset on Wednesday for like um Banshee. I remember that. Like um he would have different like um foundry weapons every oh. Wednesday. Oh,
0: yeah you know what I, I ain't gonna be mad at you I think I think that should bring that back yeah yeah because make him useful like I want each faction you know honestly if we're gonna keep doing all these bounties and quests I want there to be some tied at the end to it besides more XP you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're, they're they're doing they're doing more. They're like there's other things you can get, but I feel like more often than not I'm just getting XP or I'm like doing the next quest for something. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I agree cuz uh, for, for for the people listening, Banshee had weapon quests you can do every week and uh he would have different weapons like the foundry weapons like Hake, Soros, and Amalon or something. And uh, you're able to actually grind that week for a specific weapon if you complete the criteria, and you'll get your weapon. And I thought that's a great idea. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I got a question for you, random. Um, yeah. What's your favorite exotic weapon in Destiny two right now? Exotic weapon? Yeah. Um you Got to top three or just one? Uh,
1: definitely um, crimson is up there. Like, um. Crimson has been my baby since I got it in like Curse of Osiris. I got it week um two of Curse of Osiris. I enjoy mouth as well. Okay, um, that's a lot of fun for me. And then um, Salvation's grip is fun to play around with as well.
0: What is Salvation's grip? I don't oh wait, is that oh that's um, the, the stasis?
1: Grenade? Yeah, yeah, the stasis grenade launcher. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Really? Okay.
0: Oh, work! Like
1: if, um, it really helps you too if you're like hardcore struggling with parkour. You can just like whip it on and have like um stasis walls. That's another thing I wish they did with Europa. Is like, I could have sworn this was promised way more than it actually was in the Beyond Light um advertising. Is that I think there should be a lot more verticality to Europa. Like you should like. Have to throw stasis walls to get to
0: places. Yeah, they did highlight that as like something that you could do with stasis. I think a lot,
1: yeah. or you
0: you would see that a lot. You know what I mean? Uh, in their trailers or something, they would toss a grenade yeah. and you're like, "Oh, it is a you could jump on this." Wow, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And
1: then on my warlock, um, I started playing more um, on my warlock because my warlock has been neglected for like six years straight um <laughs> it's like the middle child that's always neglected um <laughs> so i got necrotic grip on there which is the poison um gauntlets okay. for warlocks um where either you can use thorn um and it creates this like a um, re- chain reaction of like poison in it just mows down everything it is a lot of fun either you directly melee something or you use thorn and
0: they just like start
1: falling mm.
0: you know my fa- you know what my favorite wall since you talked since you brought up an exotic weapon i well one was one of my favorite exotics but my favorite my top three is la monarch they deal the exotic bow i uh-huh. love that bow love it i need to get that bow. It's so freaking fun man um pvp or pve i think it's very fun my second one would be um uh, i think i just had it in my head what was it well it doesn't really matter i guess it'll come to me later but my third one would be like no time to explain shockingly oh yeah yeah no i that one's a lot of fun yeah
1: it it's like an art soul yeah and i think the only issue with me is like when I was trying to do bounties it'd kill the thing I was trying to finish
0: <laughs> I do what you mean it was almost like too reliable yeah oh yeah. uh, it's funny you got you get the catalyst yet? uh I have not gotten the catalyst no. oh, it's totally worth it man it's it, it basically uh uh makes the, makes your little portal buddy fire a lot more rapidly mm. yeah and I th- yeah it's uh it's it's pretty noticeable. Um, I think, honestly, if you think of it, it's a good crowd clearer, like, already on its uh-huh. own, but, like, if you add that, you're like, man, this is... There's times where you feel like, okay, can you stop shooting my, my man that I'm aiming at? <laughs> you're like, oh, that's me. Okay. <laughs> you're helping me. It's like,
1: I think that exotic catalysts need to be more unique. I think they shouldn't just be, hey, you get orbs of light, and, you know, your weapon fires faster. I think they should be a lot more unique. Like, off the top of my head, I could, um... Like
0: uh, a mouth catalyst, um could be that oh mm. um, sorry, I just thought of it, that's my yeah. second
1: uh yeah, second
0: favorite exotic,
1: sorry, go ahead, for like a mouth catalyst, which is in the files, we just has hasn't been added yet, um, I think it'd be really interesting to have more damage buffs, like add um I'd say make the explosion bigger the, for each bullet, yeah. Um, this, this was actually not really touched on. So, in PV, I don't know if this has always been the case, but in PVP now, um, y- on your screen, it is shown, um, how many stacks of the, um, pri- uh, the buff the Malfeasance has. Like, the debuff that it gives people where if you get five of those stacks, it just kills you, it shows you that in PVP now, which, mm. I don't know if
0: that's always been the case, but I noticed it the other day, and I thought, like, huh, that's cool. No, that's nice. Well, I didn't know that. I, I, I mean, I think that gun anyway. Mm-hmm. It's kind of underrated, anyway. And I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's uh like making the uh, the catalyst uh the actual catalyst. Like, I, I think they made it better to where you, you just need to kill things with the weapon to get oh. it. Um, I just noticed though, you need to do. You need a quest to get the catalyst. It's like, you need to do two things. One thing to actually... It just doesn't make... You do basically two things to get the catalyst. One thing, it seems it's like, the first thing you need to do, apparently, is way more complicated than the second step. And the second step, you just need to kill enemies with said weapon. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I think I think it's fine, like, how it is in terms of how to get it, I guess. But I agree in terms of, you know, the uniqueness. Like I said, since we were talking about malfeasance, um... I figure you know a good a good uh, a good catalyst reward would be like you know what uh, maybe like increase the range of it, but uh, mm. maybe increase the range, increase the increase the uh, the magazine by maybe like by five or whatever, and then make make it 25, 20, 25 yeah. and then make the uh, make make the uh, the the explosive explosive bullets do like. I don't know, like twice as much damage or three times as much damage to Taken. And also and also or, have like a visual, um, you know, bigger yeah. visual explosion. I don't know, go ahead.
1: You could do um, kind of like what a Necrotic Grip does for Thorn, um, is you could have... Oh, this could be interesting. Um, after you get a stat, or after you kill a Taken with Malfeasance... It creates a shock wave of like, after it kills something, it's like a chain. Mm-hmm. So like, like um, the uh, amount of stacks that you had on the next guy goes and like kills the next guy, and then it like tracks to the other thing. I think that could be a lot of fun in both PVE and PvE. Yeah, like um, you could just mow people down with a mouth catalyst. Yeah,
0: that'd be cool. Like, or it can. Conti- oh, you know what? I don't know if they did this before. Sorry to cut you off. Um they can they can they can use like two like they could have like a you know where where two exotics complement each other. Where well apparently like mm-hmm. the, the 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 necrocratic grip, the necrocratic grip and the thorn, they complement uh-huh. each other. Which which personally yeah. I never actually used in game, but what is it what is it exactly? How do they complement each other again? Okay. So um thorn being hive
1: magic um once you get a kill, it pairs with Necrotic Grips' exotic ability, which then creates the shockwave of poison. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you don't have to get in their face and melee them. So it's just like another... It's kind of like the cheesier way to get kills right. is to just pop someone with Thorn. It's really good for that. I, no,
0: I, I think that's great. I think they should definitely keep, keep that. that. Yeah. yeah! Like, don't just stop there. Like, Keep that going, and oh, like it's like Bungie. Why didn't they
1: ever do that with the black armor? I it's
0: don't know. Like
1: you get a kill with black or like a blast furnace, and then you have the monarchs just ready to go. Dude, I don't
0: know, man. I, I, I don't know. But like moments like these, it's like Bungie has these moments, and then I feel like they just got get left in the sand. Or like, oh, what well, I was just like a one time thing. I'm like, that's a great idea, though. It's like revolutionary, and it makes PVE encounters fun, not boring. Yeah, I oh, don't know, man. Holy smacks! Holy smacks! Holy smacks! <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you have the hawkman yet? I do have the hawkman. I did it from day Jeez. one,
1: except there was. Um, I would have got it done an hour earlier if the quest step didn't show me the wrong place. Oh,
0: question: How do you like it?
1: I think that it that it's not. <laughs> I feel like it's getting crapped on more than it needs to be, but it also needs more work on it. I think that it it really... I think that mm, it either needs more magazine or we just need to wait for random rolls to come you out. You know, it's interesting
0: weapon. you say that, but I think it's more beneficial that it has less, less M on the magazine. Like, keep it at 8 because you have a bigger chance of your perk activating. So, I, I know that you know, the, the when you get crit hits or crit kills, it counts as like a stack. So, when you, when, so yeah. when you kill the next person, you can pretty much one tap them depending upon how many stacks you have. So, you have a higher chance of you know, getting the perk activating because you have less rounds in the magazine. Um, actually, no, that, no, that was actually for no, that was actually for uh D1 because it was more like the random bullets, uh, so yeah. you get less ammo. Your chances of getting that random bullet was increased because you had less ammo or you know what i mean uh to go through um yeah. either way uh I did see that they had like a question mark on the on the roll like one of the rolls. it's not even it's yeah. not even nothing there it's just a question mark I don't think it does anything I think it's like
1: so um that's to tell you that the weapon can have random rolls going forward you how do you, how do you feel about that what is going forward how do you feel about that I think that it's Interesting. I think that that's pretty ballsy
0: of them, and I'd like to see what what they'll do. With do you, Do you think that's? Uh, I mean, in my mind, I feel like uh, let's play devil's advocate for a second. Let's 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 say it completely negates the use. Do you, Do you feel that? I a better question. Do you feel that exotics are being overshadowed by legendaries? And if they are, do you think they should be?
1: Oh, that's a good point. Um, I think that exotics and legendaries need to have more of a line drawn. Between. I agree. What what line would that be, though? Like, at certain points, um, an, a, a fantastic example is falling guillotine. Falling guillotine can tread anything on its feet and under. 10 well, for seconds. the listeners and for me, what's falling
0: guillotine. <laughs>
1: Falling Guillotine was a sword introduced last season. It's it's in the world it's in the world That's oh, a legendary now. sword, I got you. Uh, yeah. So it's um Darkdringer um baby mm-hmm. dark drinker. Gotcha. Um so um the God Roy you'd want on it is Relentless Strikes and whirlwind Blade. Um so what it does is it just shreds everything. Like um each swing of the sword does if you have max, um Whirlwind Blade does twenty five K per hit. So and most bosses in the game I think have somewhere like hundred, fifty thousand. So if you have four people swinging at it with max mm-hmm. ammo, you no, know, it's dead. Um I think falling guillotine, um, like just ad clear wise is should be toned down a little bit so that exotics are more useful. Like okay. Thunderlord, like um, uh, like I think Thunderlord should come back into like the go-to slot, or like bring something like that one thousand voices back up to um where it was, or um, yeah. just exotic power weapons. Like oh, another thing, exotic rocket launchers. When was the last time like? An exotic rocket launcher was like actually,
0: like yeah, meta. good, good point. I mean, Gala and that was it, and that was like PVE related yeah. anyway. And truth, I guess you could say that's another exception for PVE, yeah, PVP, excuse me, yeah, that's it. Oh, I, rem- I remember sorry, the other uh, one,
1: truth, gambit, meta. So, yeah, I no, know.
0: actually, you think about it, you said rocket launcher, right? Yeah, so okay, yeah, if not even counting Destiny One, truth, and uh uh what, what did i just say the Warcliff, Re- Warcliff coil i think those are the two rocket launches that were actually considered meta even in pve i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry pvp excuse yeah. me but for the most part i mean you got a point so question are you saying that exotic heavies specifically rockets or just exotic heavies in general are not that powerful I think
1: that there aren't enough that are powerful to make a difference. Like Xenophage is like the only one. Like I, um, I was doing um, the mm. first encounter um, like mm-hmm. yesterday when we did the first encounter. Like er, er, it, the thing was like, all right, everyone, put on Xenophage. Let's do this. Like, You're um, talking about the uh, the the Vex raid. Crypt secure. Oh uh, no. Um, okay, keep some like okay, the crypt security. It. Um, like, uh, xenophage is the way to go for it on that because you can just pump so much damage into it. Oh, another thing I, I okay. wanted to touch on um, dungeons. I think that dungeons need to be like more uh, focused on a little bit more because dungeons, the dungeons that I've played
0: are a lot so of Speaking fun. of dungeons, I mean, you know, the prophecy. I think it's back already, or should be coming back. Yeah. Okay. No, it's already back. Um, it prophecy is a lot of fun. I me really too. Actually, I it. played it a good number of times. It was actually fun. The ending frustrated the crap out of me. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I hate Taken, by the way. I think that's why the Malfeasance. I mean, like we talked about, you know, exotics pairing with each other, exotic armor pairing with, you know, exotic weapons. I think that'd be kind of nice for them to have like a symbiotic relationship where they can affect each other really well to some great synergy. And I feel like if, if you're going to make encounters very difficult, give us rewards that can kind of counter that difficulty so we feel that we're being yeah. challenged, but we're also rewarded and we feel strong. You know what I mean? Because I feel like light level is irrelevant. It's just irrelevant. It's just a number. Like, I, I don't feel strong just yeah. because I'm adequate light. I feel like I could take more damage, but I don't feel like I could do Unless I'm doing something specific, you know, I'm talking. About unless I'm rocking a specific weapon that, that I probably uh-huh. may not want to even use. I understand for damage sake you should use it, but what if I don't, like, what if I don't want to use it? I like, and, and then it becomes so meta that, you know, Bungie happens to take one of it, and then what if, I'm not saying they always do, but they decide to nerf it because they feel that it circumvents the encounter that they created. You made the weapon, though. You know, I'm not saying people can't make mistakes, but like, dude, like I I, I keep saying, nerfing—I don't think is ever the answer, unless it breaks your game. I don't feel that you need to be nerfing anything. At least in a game like this, you're just—you're just frustrating the player base. I I mean, like, you're—you're really just just, this. You know, I don't like. Why are you nerfing it? We want to use it, right? Like,
1: Um, how do you feel about NPCs in the game right now? Like, do you think there's too little, too many? Um,
0: I think NPCs don't really hold a lot of value in my opinion. I see NPCs as quest holders, nothing more. Um, I I don't care for them. Okay. Um, I feel they don't really impact the story uh or should I say impact the universe or just impact my 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 play my playthrough just as a player, they don't I don't feel they impact me at least in the game practically by any means. It was nice that in De- vanilla, in, it was nice that in vanilla Destiny too that we actually see Akora, Cade, you know, Zavala, you know, interact with us in the game and like fight, which was nice. You know what I mean? It, it was cool. Yeah. Um, I wish I want them to bring that back. But for the most, I, I, honestly, I would like them. I would like them to be more than just a a voice over the comms. You know what I mean? I would like them, even, even if they're not through the entire. For example, strike. It would be nice if that they are at certain parts of the strike, actually helping us, popping like, right. Popping. You know what I mean? It just would be nice yeah. to have them with us and having like witty dialogue, even if it's corny and cheesy. Give these guys a little bit more personality while you're at it. I mean, like I get it. I don't know, but overall, I mean. I, I, I see NPCs as just quest and bounty holders. I don't see them any I don't I don't find them special. Honestly, the only reason why Cade mm-hmm. is like the exception barely to me is because he was funny. You know what I mean? Or he just had or he just had Yeah. He, he just had a little bit more Chris, charisma, man. you know what I mean? But he was just memorable and he seemed the most relatable. To, he he seemed that he seemed like to be the only character to break the fourth wall even if it was unintentional. Yeah.
1: Like the dead <laughs> Yeah,
0: you know what I mean? He would just say things that we probably would say. We're like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, you know what I mean? He just had a personality where it was just relatable. Where the other characters you know, they're bricks. Just and bricks. even though they have like an archetype to them, like, you know, is more serious, Akor is the one that's more secretive and is like the auntie that would give us sweets, even if it said no sweets. You know what I mean? It's just like uh and, yeah. and don't get me started on Osiris. He can go kick rocks. Uh, he should have just... He should have he showed up. He should have just... Oh, gosh. <laughs> what you doing, old man? You just... <laughs> that's, my, that's my take on it, bro. What about you?
1: Um, I think that NPCs need to be, like you said, more than just quest givers. I think that factions should come back. I don't know why they were even left. Faction
0: rallies. Better question: Why were they there? You think about it, right? I mean, they would only be relevant faction rally, and even the faction rally, in my opinion, was kind of boring. And granted, it was nice that they would give us uh, give us an a way to get like an exotic or what uh, an ornament or something that would be kind of nice, or or an artifact or whatever. I didn't care that much. But go ahead. You say you wanted to want us to bring back uh, uh, factions, faction wars, and stuff like that.
1: Well, bring back factions in the sense that they kind of were in D1. Like, factions actually mattered, you know, you could like, actually get things, but then again, back in D1, entire weapon systems were just entirely different than what we have now. So it's kind of an unfair... um, What, comparison? Okay. Comparison, yeah. Um, I think that factions, if are to be done right which I don't think they will be. I think if they're going to bring back factions, they're going to do it the wrong way. And in that case, they should I just agree. leave them all.
0: How do you feel about, do you remember the faction war? Okay, so um, this, is, this is kind of making me think of when like, the word war made me think of civil war. Now, this really has nothing to do with faction war, but we talked about the story with Crow, with the Crow, or should I say Aldrin, and how that's going to pan out in the future. And I like what you said, is that, you, you know, know uh, how the guardian is to the crow is how Cade was to us, right? And I think that's very good yeah. very interesting. And I feel that when it comes to a civil war, if that's going to be a thing, the fact that, you know, it's rumored that Oldrin is alive and people just know of him or whatever, um, it'll be kind of interesting to see how, for example, Zavala and Akor may react because this is, a, I think, this would be an opportunity for us to dive into the characters and really give them not only some personality, but, like, actually give them some true character, some depth, like, a reason to be alive, and and to really, like, also sh- show... Uh,
1: they're more right. than just standing there. They're and not all, just...
0: And also, did they practice what they preach? Do they, do, they, do they have integrity? You understand what I'm saying? Because if you think about it, they're yeah. talking about... You know, the Vanguard believes they're on the, they're on the right side of things. They are they're the guardians of the light, and God forbid wielding the dark that just makes you a bad guardian because of these experiences that other people had with the darkness, and blah blah blah. But my point is, he imagine uh-huh. like Aldrin, he doesn't know what he did. He's a guardian, and you think about yeah. it if if he if he doesn't get a pass because of what he did, then no one else gets a pass if you think about it because the only reason why that people are upset with Aldrin is because they know what he did. He yeah, has he yeah, Right, that's, that's not
1: even him anymore, right that that's not an excuse to line. hate
0: him now. you need to go past that, and I think this is an opportunity for for character development. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's too late now, but i i in my in my mind, I don't okay, I'm gonna be honest, I don't really care, but I think it'll be still nice, and maybe it'll get me to care if it if they happen to do it. that's just a thought,
1: yeah, I think that um. I we know that the next season of um Destiny is going to be well, it's rumored to be called Season of the Chosen, which is you know, but you know, whatever. Float <laughs> your own boat. Um I think that if it's going to be called that, it's most definitely gonna have to do something with the new tower. Well sorry, the old tower being rebuilt, okay. which yeah. Which, you know, I've always been like, ooh, new tower, new tower. But um, I think that bringing back the old tower just kind of feels a little bit disingenuous to base you Yeah. Because it it, it just kind of like spits in your face for everyone who's been learning the new tower for three years, or three, four years, you know, getting used to the layout to then be like,
0: hey, Nope, nah. I mean, on. I don't even really There's care, man. App. I heard about it, like about the, the old tower coming back. I'm like, I honestly, don't care. I think like, you're just, you...
1: yeah. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're it's just putting into
0: Like, do you remember the farm? Yeah, I forgot that existed, by the way. Yeah, because <laughs> that was that was our that was our social space for a long time.
1: The the only time I ever visited the farm was for hide and seek and to do zero <laughs> hour. That was
0: ever it. It's just crazy because I'm quite sure that the majority of people that are coming in, to, like new to the game, don't even know that exists. They're like, "What's the tower? What's yeah. what's that? I don't know if that even even available to click." Yeah, is a social space. Uh, the farm. No, the farm... Okay, um, I was going to say yeah, good. I'm need... like, I don't know why they even have it, but yeah. Like, I don't know. I figured that'd just be the place to be, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like... Uh, I, I appreciate the hard work, I guess you could say, like, in terms of how it looks. It looks nice, but you think about it, these social spaces are just, you know, places for NPCs. They're just
1: yep. places where you get bounties then... Do you, and think, Do you think...
0: A question. Do you think... That do you think that uh, Bungie would be perfectly fine with just getting rid of social spaces and just people uh just getting getting uh bounties and quests just from the directory? Or do you I think that
1: that would be mm-hmm. I feel like they would consider it I don't think Why they would ever that? go through with it. I think that everything that they've been building is kind of just... The only time we ever won't have a social space, and and I'm calling this now, is when the darkness finally, like, is like... Woo, and shows mm. up in Nightfall. I think that they're just going to annihilate the tower, like... Earth entirely, and that that seems like something stupid to say, but I feel like they're just going. to... Dude, I'm not even going to lie, man.
0: I need to like watch a bite video because I don't even know what the darkness is anymore. I see so we didn't. We still don't even know what the traveler is or the light is. I don't even. The last time, like, it's a miracle
1: that the traveler even did anything at the end of season of arrivals. Yeah, did you watch that event or? Yeah, that that was. Live events and death me, I don't think should ever take more than <laughs> ten minutes.
0: I agree. Oh, like how about this? How about for the sake? Okay, how about this? I'll even say this for the sake of people's time, just have have it within a one hour slot, one hour to get people in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh snap! We should probably get in there. We got like uh, uh, an hour. Uh, an hour uh, time spent. No, I mean it's not a big deal if they don't. Whatever, but I figure you know what it doesn't need to be an hour. But I guess for the sake of people's like time, like people want to make it in time or see it. Granted, you could probably see this on YouTube, which is what I did. But like maybe like an hour, mm-hmm. uh, uh, space of grace period for of, this, like, like just an hour period, for yeah. you to experience this, and maybe like have this. I don't know, quick time. Of, I'm sorry, this uh, live event maybe last what five minutes. You know, make, make it last time. Yeah. minutes. Because I mean, the, the first one, it was entirely too long.
1: And, yeah, yeah, the almighty crash. Al- it it was
0: there, too there. long. <laughs> but the execution, like, seeing it in action, like, once it actually went down,
1: th- it did. It felt rewarding. It, it, it did. It took too long.
0: long. It wasn't worth the long. wait, per se, but it <sighs> did feel good when we saw it happen. I'm like, whoa! And then when you felt that hit, when the debris hit the tower, like, what was that? Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was that was um that was good. I just say I I would say, you know, pick the uh, live events like you said, uh well, I guess and in, in and in a limited time space, like maybe like an hour, max. Then make the actual uh, mm-hmm. live event last five minutes and then be done. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then be done with it.
0: I forgot, I forgot.
1: Just have it short to not yeah, enough. that to to each of be really cool.
0: Well, look um. Noah, did you want to like add any more talking points to anything at all? I mean, because you were kind of like just running the show here today, so. Uh, not really. I, I think I kind of. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, moment. no, seriously. I thought uh, about it, give you some talking points, but I was like, I kind of just wanted to see how you would, you know what I mean? Like how you just, you know, just talk and see yeah. what you would say. And off the bat, man, like you just were on fire, and I loved it. I loved, I loved your energy. I love how you yeah. came in um i think this was awesome i, I would mm-hmm. love to i'm just gonna say it i'd love to have you back on the show yeah like i think this was great okay. man um but yeah like you you yeah. definitely um I just, I just enjoyed having you on the show seriously i really did i think um okay you had some great talking points and uh i think you i think you have a lot of great ideas you know when it comes to just making the game better and yeah. overall i mean i just i just like your energy man i think you're a pretty awesome noah yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the thank show, you. man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Well, look, uh, right. everyone that's listening, I thank All you guys right. for listening to Last Hub Radio. I'm um, also, um, if you guys, uh, if you guys, you guys that know this, but uh, Bronze he actually, do you still stream on Twitch? Uh,
1: n- not as much anymore. Okay. I mean, well, um, why, why don't you it. tell me your Twitch handle if you like? Um, <laughs>
0: you gotta look it up. It's been that long, huh?
1: Yeah, um, it is just Bronze Hawk, Um capital B. Capital All one H, word. Okay, e. so
0: Twitch.tv forward slash yeah. Bronshock. I will put that um, in the uh, the description of this podcast video or podcast. Excuse me, not video, but uh, so you guys can go check him out. Um, like I said, he's 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 a small streamer, just like I am. And you know, you know, I figured I'd give him a follow, man. I think uh, you know. Yeah, just give him a follow, man, for real. (laughs) Okay, awesome. Yeah, I would love to have you back on the show, Noah. That'd be awesome. But thank you for uh, coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys. So thank Uh, you guys for listening to another episode of The Last Hub Radio. And until next time, we will see you next week. See ya.